MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Start up, start up, start up, Brooklyn boys, start up, Brooklyn boys, start up, start up, start up, they making noise, start up, start up, start up, start up, start up, start up. Episode 234, the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Hello! I would like to apologize, last week was 233, and I was all excited at the beginning to say, we are only 100 episodes away from 333, and I forgot. So now we're only 99 episodes away from 333. Why is 333 a significant number? Is this well, like a movie quote or something? What am I no, missing? No, no, it's 33 and 3, that's all, and it's halfway to 666. So. Yeah, but, okay. So we're guess what? We're 100 away from 334. So how about that? That's right. How about that? Well, we hit 222. We made a deal out of it. Didn't we say something? Did we? Those are angel. Know. Those are regarded as angel numbers. Three, 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 yeah. four, four, four. Oh, they're just like, numbers. No, no. Angels, pe- angels don't count. They don't some have people they value this. Like when you look at a clock and it says eleven, eleven, you make a wish. Yeah. Can I tell you when I used to work at uh, Roland Roaster? <laughs> You're not impressed. No, when I used to work at Roland Roaster, uh, which is a, a really big fast food uh, restaurant in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, huge business, right? So the, the clientele there was all very similar. And whenever I would give them their, their number, like, so the way you, the way you would, um, the way you do it is you come to the register and order, and then you'd slide back a few feet or sit down. And then we call your number, you come to the counter and get your food on a tray. So it's not like McDonald's where they, you stand there and they give you the food. It takes a little while. It's a little higher quality fast food. It's okay. In fact, I think the, if I remember correctly, we're not so fast. Rolling Roaster was there. Was their jingle, anyway? So either you'd give them the total price, like oh, it's ten dollars and seventeen cents, or you'd say your number is three fourteen, right? It's a one to a thousand, one yeah. to nine ninety nine, and it reset. Inevitably, seven or eight times a shift, you'd get somebody going, "Ah, uh, your number's two three four. Oh, that's a good number. I got to play that number." 
<laughs> as as if the machine knows what a good number is. But the dumb luck is how most people hit the lotto. And you know, well, why that. couldn't you just go play two thirty four anyway? What's you a good could, number versus could, a bad number? You could, There's but, no good or bad numbers. Is my point. They're all numbers. Understood. Oh, but four four four. It's a good number. Well, four 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 is an angel number for a lot of people, meaning they think that that specific combination. Mm-hmm. It, it means good luck or someone's watching over them and there's things are good that are, that are going to happen. Yeah. My friend, Brian jet ski, Brian, uh, Oh, not toilet, fall asleep on the toilet, Brian, not toilet, Brian jet ski. Brian firmly believes in his angel number and it happens to be four, four, four. So when he sees that he goes crazy, he's like, Oh my God, look at this scary. It's four forty four PM. We looked at the clock at that time. <laughs> Don't you find yourself looking at the clock at this? I see myself, you know, it's crazy. No. I always no. Look the at clock the clock is, at nine twenty four every night. The clock, the clock is a is a man made function. We we invented it. But it, well, it's not it's not a why universal am I not, thing. Why, why am I not looking at the clock at nine thirty six or nine? You, are, you just don't remember it. No, because it's because it's so. Every ca- time yes, I look at it, I look at it. I'm that's like, bullshit. I'm like, bullshit. oh my god, it's nine twenty four. I, I keep I keep. Why am I reminded to look at the clock at nine twenty four? You are nine twenty five. The hiccups. You are when you look when you look at the clock at nine twenty seven. It doesn't register with you. It's only register. It's only registering because you made yourself try to remember that number. No, your brain doesn't have a clock in it. It doesn't know what nine twenty four is. It might know that it's in the morning. Your brain might know it's time to wake up. So you're saying that I'm looking at all these other times? Yes, of course you are. As well, of course you are. It's sixty times twelve is how many different uh, numbers can be on the clock. I know, but it's crazy that I always tend to look at the clock at 924. I'm like, there it is again. I happen to look at it at 924. Right, I'm going to call you at 922 tonight and tell you to look at the clock. Okay. And you look at the clock at 922. I'm not discounting other times. I'm just saying there's something, that's the time that I look at the clock most. Does that make sense? No. No. All right. And no, why is your... Your yeah, brain doesn't know it's nine twenty four. Right, I think there's something more to it. I think. Were people, you born on September twenty fourth? No. Were you born at nine twenty four in the no. morning or at night? No. Right. So it's coincidence. It's coincidence. Uh, uh, yeah, it is coincidence. I didn't say it right. wasn't, but it was. It's crazy that that happens. Anyway, because you, you, do you, you make a wish at eleven eleven? No. You're supposed to. Yeah. When was the last time you made a wish and it happened, and not from coincidence? Like, not that you, like you wish the Mets would win and they won. That's not a thing. That's not a thing either. No, it's scary. If eleven eleven worked, there'd be no cancer, no wars, no one would die because that's what everybody wishes for. Everyone would be rich. It's it's tradition now. I still got to make my wish at eleven eleven. Oh, listen, if that makes you happy, if listen slices, this is just me talking. <laughs> this is me. I am a um, a doubting Thomas, right? Uh, so you you go ahead and be happy and you enjoy life any way you want. I don't I, take joy in that. What about that? Doesn't mean you shouldn't. What I'm about, just yelling at what scary. About, what about a cause and effect thing where um, I crumble up a piece of paper and I want to get it into the garbage pail across the room and I say to myself, if I make this shot, mm-hmm. then this is going to happen. Right. Then you miss and then you say two out of three. That's, that's what not, everybody that's does. That's not true. No, no. If I get it in, no, but if I get it in. Oh, so you think right, a right random the- piece of paper thrown into a random garbage pail. Yeah. With your random limited ability to shoot a basketball. Yeah. And if I get it in, 
is going to affect the, your like, plane landing safely. Well, well, that's expected. I'm talking about maybe, maybe I'll, I'll win some money. Or right. Maybe. Go ahead. Try that now. Go ahead and shoot a peak. Crumble up some paper. Go ahead. <laughs> Hold on. Shoot it into your basket. I need paper. And let's see if you win any money. Right. If that's what you want to do with your, I'm, your paper and your, your wish. Are you trying to say I'm wasting paper? Yeah, I'm saying you're wasting paper. The tree did not die so you could do this, but okay. You are, you're such a fucking pessimist, man. Yes. Also, why don't you wait till 924 to shoot the paper? Oh, even better. If, see, there you go. Now you're talking my language. That's if a long I time If I can crumble up a piece of paper and uh-huh. shoot it at 924 and it goes in the hole. Yeah. Then in the I, hole. Maybe it goes into the garbage. Well, why don't you write 924 on the paper with your wish on it, crumble it up, throw it in the garbage, see what happens. And, and if, it, if it makes, if I make the shot into the garbage can. Then what? Then it's going to happen, didn't, right? Then, you, then you didn't miss, right? Right now, there's somebody screaming, "No, you can't crumble the paper; it ruins it." <laughs> <sighs> My God, did we just go on and on about numbers? I don't know. Are you shooting with your left hand or your right hand? Because that's very important to some people. The left hand is, okay, uh, I'm not is the devil. Gonna, I'm not even going to entertain this. I'm not going to do it because you're left-handed. I'm not going to do right? it. That's evil. Left hand is evil. Diablo. Well, as a, being a left-handed person, I was discriminated earlier in life. You know, I was forced to play the guitar re- uh, right-handed mm-hmm. when in, in music class because they refused to get a left-handed guitar. Like that's right. What? So well, who the hell? This way you can go to anyone's house and play guitar. I know, but it was more comfortable for me. I mean, Wait, Paul, Paul McCartney didn't conform. Jimi Hendrix did. Jimi Hendrix played his guitar upside down. D- no. Yeah, he turned his guitar over and restrung it. So he's a lefty who... He's a lefty playing a right-hand guitar upside down. So his guitar face is left, but the strings are upside down. <gasps> no way, I didn't know that. No, his guitar face is yeah, his left. right, your left. Yeah. Correct, my left, right. Right, but it's it, it's upside down. The guitar itself is upside down because he didn't have a left-handed guitar. Oh, I didn't know that. So he learned how to play guitar backwards. That's crazy. Uh, upside down. Well... Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't play know a right this. hand guitar upside down. Yep. But yeah, he was no, ambidextrous, but in, yeah, no, but when I, it, that's probably one of the reasons why I didn't learn and care for the guitar because I wasn't a strong guitar player. I couldn't strum with my right hand. I couldn't, you know, use the pick with my mm-hmm. right hand as right. I wanted so badly because my power hand is my left hand. As I, you know, as your parts of your body know. <laughs> so, so I would I would want to strum with my left hand, but and do the the chord, you know, the progression and changing of my with my fingers on the right. Couldn't mm-hmm. do it. Couldn't do it. Yeah. So, so yeah. No, so. I could see that. I could see that. See, I could I could make the chords with my right hand. Yeah. Right. Like I could definitely play that part with my right hand if I trained. But the left hand, no, I couldn't strum. Not not as well. Of course not. Did we just go on for ten minutes about? Numbers and strumming and making wishes and left hand versus right hand. I, why not? This is what our podcast is. It sure is. And you love it. Hey, you guys the do a podcast? Boys podcast. We will be right back. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. 
She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As I was about to say, so you meet someone at a party, they go, oh, you do a podcast? What's it about? Who can answer that? Who could say what it's about on a weekly basis? I don't know. You know what I did? I just got an alert on my phone. Because when you when you watch things on eBay, you get an alert, right? Like if, it, if somebody makes you an offer or if the price drops, you've had that happen to you, right? Yes. My Count Chocula Wacky Packages autographed card from Comic-Con went down $10 on somebody's, uh, I guess the, the, the love affair is wearing off. Oh, so they started it's, high. It didn't they started sell. at 50 Now it's at $39.99. Yeah, because it didn't sell. Because people are like, what's this? Well, I guess <laughs> enough, the people that wanted it right away got it. And now yeah. it's down to $39.99. And get this, get this part. I love this part. Five ninety nine shipping. To ship a baseball card. Wait a second. So I'm paying thirty nine ninety nine for the wacky package. Yeah, and then about four fifty more than you should. Another yeah. five dollars to ship it. I, I mailed two things out yesterday. I had to go to the post office. Yeah. One was a, a wooden picture frame with a photo in it that somebody uh, wanted an old picture frame. I had a, f- a friend of the family, and an article of clothing. 
that I sold online. Not on eBay. I sold it online, so I had to pay for my own shipping. The clothing was in a yellow manila envelope. Not vanilla envelope. Manila envelope. Manila. Manila. And the other one was in a box. Okay. I would say uh, maybe two inches high, uh, inch and a half high, but I would say like 18 inches square. Okay. So a flat square box yep. with a wooden, relatively solid picture frame. And so I asked how much to ship the heavy wooden picture frame. She says 1085. I said, all right, well, I'll suck it up. 1085. How much to mail the lightweight manila envelope with sweatpants in it? 1085. What? It's lighter. It's, it's lighter and smaller. That's just what it says. That can't be what it says. And she turns the screen around. She goes, it's what it says. Is this, this doesn't um, make any sense. Is this the United States Postal Service? USPS? Yes. 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 Right. Uspice. Oh, yeah. They're known, they're known for flat rates. They do but this, this wasn't a flat rate box. You have to put it in one of their flat rate boxes. Yeah, but they're known flat for just simpling things, making things more simple for people, and that's no, it. No, simple, it does not mean I want the same price for the heavy thing and the light thing. No, they put things into categories. Once you exceed that category. Yes, stuff from David Brody and stuff not from David Brody. No. What I'm saying is sometimes when you go over a certain amount, then they will go give you to the next price category. So you're saying I went right over the the minimum for the 1085. Yes. And the other one was within the range. Correct. That's some bullshit. Bullshit. Charge me by the ounce. All right. Well, you know what? Go to a different establishment. You know, you yes, the other post office. No, you could competitor. You could you could the competitor. You can send it FedEx, UPS, DHL. Yeah. You have other services available to you. You Oh yeah. Those are much cheaper. Let's not forget the post office is still a business at the end of the day. USPS. They get paid. They they have their pricing system. You don't I'm like aware. it. Go to their competition. The competition, and, and the competition is more money. Is they what? don't UPS doesn't specialize in lightweight shit for three days. Right, like ground. Which is retail why ground. the the United States Postal Service has you by the balls. By the balls. Because they know that their competitors are way higher. You you know right. you know how much you're going to pay at DHL or FedEx. Well, it's look, a lot you, more can, money. you can you can compete if you're throw if you're shipping a big box cuz they make their UPS, FedEx, DHL, they make their money on the big boxes. They get you on the little shit at the post office. Oh, they get you. They I, listen, I love the postal workers. They nitpick you. They nitpick you. Even the guy that know. says Manila. They know the little guys coming in. That's David Brown. Uh, yeah, sucker, bring him in. So, I wouldn't say it's hey. a scamboni. Yeah. But something's up. So speaking of which, well, before we get into scambonis, yeah. speaking of selling things, yes, um, and putting things, kids? And, and seeing if they retain their value, mm-hmm. your car, um, no, your, your girlfriend, no, you, you're, oh. you're overlooking something very big that just happened this past uh, week, last week. What happened last week? You're not trying to sell your Halloween costume, are you? No, but that's a good idea too. Mm. <laughs> My cowardly lion from the Wizard of Oz. No, I'll say this. I just upgraded my equipment. You know my $600,000, million, zillion dollar equipment? Yep. That, that It's called the Roadcaster Pro. You guys can right. look it up. Roadcaster yeah. Pro. Yeah, we I talked about this last week because your new one doesn't work. No, it, yes, it does. You heard uh-huh. the jingles. I'm using it right now. Fuck yeah, off. You, yeah. And there's, there's, it, took, it took you two hours to figure out how to do a, a reach listen, around. We'll figure this out. It's fine. Roadcaster Pro 2 is what I have mm-hmm. now. That's oh. what you're listening to me on. Okay. One, $1. 1.9 million now, dollars. My Roadcaster Pro 1 
is up for sale. Now, here's some price points for you. Mm-hmm. When I bought it, it was new technology, 2020, 2019. It was $550 for this. Okay. If we're being completely honest, all jokes aside, $550 for the Roadcaster Pro. Now, it's, it's a couple of years later. So, and it's depreciated in value. It now sells new for like 400 because the new one came out. So 420, 430, whatever it is. I uh, am selling mine for $300 all in. Now, get this. I also had bought a dust, a hard plastic dust, polycarbonate dust cover for it. So that, that, was, that was $50 at the time. So you're getting, you're getting something now online that you can get online for maybe, I don't know, $400, $350, and it's and it uh, retails for $450. Okay, I'm going to sell it for $300. But do you think... That because it specifically is the Roadcaster Pro that belonged to Skiri Jones oh, of the Brooklyn Boys, whose right. fingers have been all over this fucking thing. That, that you can say David Brody estimated value of $953,000. Right, right. So my question is, do I up the price and come out with it that this is specifically the Roadcaster Pro used by the Brooklyn Boys podcast for the past two years? Mm-hmm. Because you remember, my, my my fingers have been all over these knobs. If you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> I'm lo- fa- my fa- the faders, the buttons that start uh-huh. the jingles. Uh huh. You know your favorite inappropriate. You know. Yep. That was a scary The, my, my fingers hit the buttons on these pads, on these rubber wow. pads. So the actual Scary Jones grease will be on those buttons. Yeah, food grease from pe- food pizza grease. grease. Well, I'm looking on eBay for the unit you're selling. Yes, the Roadcaster. Be honest with everyone. Roadcaster Pro, how much does it go for? Well, this one says Roadcaster Pro plus cover. Okay. So you get the cover. The cover, the, the dust cover is a $50 item, but doesn't matter. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm throwing that in for free. Okay. Well, this one is no bid so far. $25 shipping. Starting price, $220. What? For the Roadcaster Pro? Yep. Roadcaster Pro Production Studio, pre-owned, $227 with three bids. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. Well, they're doing their fucking bid thing. Uh, Roadcaster Pro Podcast it's not Mixer gonna go case. For two, it's not going to go for anything close to that, dude. Podca- I can, so you know what I'll do? Look at it new. I, I, I will look at, look at Look at Hold it on. new. How much is it? Nope, 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 nope. I will look at completed items, sold items. I, 275 have been sold. Let's see. What's the Roadcaster average price? Pro podcast produ- uh, parts only doesn't work. Parts only doesn't work. Roadcaster Pro uh, podcast production pre-owned, sold for $199 with $14.30 shipping. Get the front door. Sold $215. No. With free, sh- with free shipping. Uh, sold two twenty nine free shipping. No way! Everyone's telling me this thing. I sh- I could get four hundred for it. Dirt three fifty. I'm selling it for three hundred dollars. That's a steal. Podcaster two twenty five two bids seven fifty seven dollars eighty cents shipping. Come on. Sold for two thirty seven. Sold for two twenty seven. Sold for two twenty eight. No. Sold for two forty nine. Sold for two. 2- I I have delusions of grandeur because I'm thinking that my $300 item is going to be worth even more money because it it belonged to Scary Jones of the Brooklyn Boys podcast. Well, none of these officially say that. So is there some some cachet to that or what? Is there? I guess that's up to the slices. Look, the slices paid 50 bucks and I signed a 
my signed card. Yeah, but they have a use for that. They could hang it up or frame it or some bullshit. This thing here is you. You'd need to probably want to like plug microphones and things into it and start your own podcast. So let people do that. (laughs) If there's a slice that wants to, well, now I feel like I'm overcharging them at 300. This is not right. I have the snowball microphone by (laughs) blue that people wanted to buy from me when I got the new Yeti microphone. Oh, now you got David Brody's saliva. You you can see it's got spittle. He spits into his fucking mic. You want a mo- microphone spat in by David the, Brody? But the good thing is it's dill free. You know what? There's plenty of DNA on there. No, I don't do that. I'm not into that. <laughs> I'm not sexually aroused by microphones. Well, dude, this is... is this the, now, can, the, we talk about, can we talk about selling your costume now? After the break, but... Are we off this topic? Are we done? So how much yeah, do I, th- I have to I, wait? I What's just the think conclusion? I, how much do I have to sell this damn thing for? Well, I would say wait until the hundred that are on sale uh, get sold, but I have a feeling that everyone is upgrading right now and everyone is selling their roadcast. Remember what happened to me with my scooter? How uh, a slice for life brought, bought my scooter off me. Yes, and then and, and, and haggled you when he showed up. It was a $2,000 scooter I was selling for... Uh, $1,500 or something? Yeah, and how and much did you get? Right on the spot. He gave me, he's like, he tried to haggle me right then and there. And it worked. And it worked. I gave him, my, he, yeah, and, and then I, he rode away with my brand new scooter never used, fresh out the box. And, uh, here's you, what you, and do. you called me a sucker, by the way. For I did. Ex, for, but he was a slice. So how well, do I not take that money? I hear you. All right, slices, if you want a roadcaster pro, pro Whatever Skiri's asking for it, show up to to wherever he wants to meet you, <laughs> and then, and then offer him $100 less. <laughs> offer him $100 less. So if he's only going to get 225 on eBay, <laughs> minus the fees that eBay charges, which is like 190 he'll clear 190 if he's lucky, <laughs> offer, him a, offer him a C-note. And free, wait, hold up. on, plus the free shipping, and the, thing's, the, the thing is pretty heavy. I'm going to make about $12 on it. That's it. Well, no, you're going to come to your house. If you live in the uh, New Jersey, uh, New York, okay, tri-state I'll area, what, I'll throw in an autographed tops Scary Jones baseball card. <laughs> That's right, we have those. You know what else you could do? Why don't you have them meet at the station? Give them a tour. Oh, how about a tour? A tour of the station. I'm right. dying over here. <laughs> yes, That's right. A tour, an autographed baseball card. And for an extra 20 bucks, they could stand where I used to stand in the studio. <laughs> yeah, take a picture where Brody used to stand. <laughs> Dude, this is like... And then, you know, you do, you say, you, you play, it used to be my playground by Madonna as it's playing. This is the, this is the Seinfeld pizza tour. This yes. This is what this is. The Brody and Scary Brooklyn Boys tour. The Scary and Brody. That's it. The Brooklyn Boys podcast with Scary and Brody. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure 
it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Damn it, the jingle matched. Damn it. Hey, you've gone on enough trips, right? Uh, Vacations, the islands. Another one tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to Florida. I know. But you, you've gone to like islands and, and, uh, of course, islands in the stream. Right. That and, is and, what we are. You've gone to, uh, Latin American countries. Of course. Right. Okay. I've been so to you me- know, places like Mexico, the Caribbean. Yeah. 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 Right. So, you know, you can do you unusual things like dune buggy riding and parasailing and jet skiing. ATVs, uh, right? ATVs, sure. right. There's these yeah. different things you can do, right? Zip lining. Yeah. Zip lining. I've done it. So, I went zip lining in Singapore. I went ATVing in Costa Rica. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. Right. Why? Okay. So uh, a friend of mine is going on a cruise with a bunch of, uh, with a friend of his and three of his friends and their wives, like eight of them are going on a cruise. So I'm going on a cruise in December and he's going on a cruise. So we were talking about like the excursions we want to do. So he tells me he and his wife are very excited. Mm. They all want to go when they go to this one, one country, doesn't matter where the, he wants the whole group to go donkey riding. They want to ride donkeys. Donkeys. Yeah. Like on a trail, like are, you ride a donkey. Well, first of all, are donkeys calm animals? Yes. They don't go buck wild. They don't get like horses where they can get frenetic okay. and out of control. And I, 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 by I assume that, they see. that these are, these are professional. These are donkeys that went to school to go on tours of donkey rides. Like okay. they, they're professionally trained. They got their certificate in donkey tours. I think you're all set. Okay. 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 So he tells me, yeah, I'm going to, 
my wife and I are excited. We've always wanted it's it, it, it's a donkey tour. It goes by waterfalls and like scenic views, and it's like something the two of them have always wanted to do. So a few days ago, I see him and I say, "Hey, so how's it going with the cruise?" He says, "We're not doing the donkey tour." Oh no! So what what happened? He said, "My friends, three buddies, they can't go on the ride. They can't go on the donkey ride. So now none of us are going." What? I said, what do you mean? What do you mean they, they can't go on the donkey ride? He says the donkey ride is a 250 pound limit, and all three of my friends are well over that. So they're barred from the donkey ride. <laughs> well, that was going to be my next question. How much weight can a donkey hold? A, a donkey hody? Uh, about uh, 249 pounds. Ah, uh, that's, uh, that's sad. So his buddy is like, I don't know what to do because they can't go on it. And they haven't, he hasn't even brought it to them yet. Like he looked it up. He told his friend. What do you think the donkey is thinking when somebody gets on? It's two forty eight. This motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) You know the donkey's like. Can we please do these tours before breakfast? And and what makes two forty eight okay and two fifty one not? Right. And the interesting thing is, the interesting thing is, this Uh. is not America, right? So it's kilos probably, but in the brochure, it's or or the website, it says two hundred fifty pounds. Because that's an even number. Yeah. But let me let me see what uh, what that translates to. I'm gonna do that now. Hold on. Two hundred fifty pounds. So what are you su- to kilograms? What are you suggesting? Okay. What's- so it's one hundred and thirteen point three nine eight kilograms. Right. So th- th- obviously wherever the donkeys are located, right? It th- it's not two hundred fifty pound limit. They must say one hundred and fifteen kilos. 110 kilos. They're not going to say 113.398 kilos. So what I'm wondering, let's see. Let's see how we can get around this for them. If it's, let's say it's 115. If it's 115 kilos, then the guys can be 253 pounds. Right. But either way, they're way over the, they're way over it. Over the limit. You imagine you, you, uh, and again, I'm not, I'm not giving my opinion. People can be whatever size they want. I'm saying, can you imagine you're planning a trip and the thing tells you you can't go on the donkey ride? Well, people like, get hit with this all the time. If you, if you're pregnant, is that, you can't ride this ride. Right, but is that the reason if you lose weight? You're not this tall. That's the classic one, right? You but must is be this that, high to ride the ride. Right, but is that you know how like oh I was embarrassed I went like I went oh, to the so ride. In this I, case, it's like it's not a height thing or I'm pregnant thing. It's like it's a, hey, it's, you're a, head, fat. it's a weight thing. You're well, fat. I'm not well, hey, no, bit large. Well, that's what they're telling you though. They're pretty much saying you're fat. You can't ride. Well, I, they're saying you're too big. I'm not well, saying they, fat. They say the same thing. If you're an NBA basketball player, you can be 250 and skinny. So I'm Listen, just saying 250. Although if you're an NBA basketball player, I'm pretty sure you're walking on top of the donkey. Like your feet are just dragging the ground. At that point, you're not riding the donkey. If there's a weight limit for parasailing, I want to know about that. Because I don't yeah. want to fucking come falling out of the sky. I thank them for putting yeah, the weight did, limit on. If they're saying, did, did you, look, you're, you, they're saying that you're 200, 200 pound limit and, and, and Scary Jones is 220. Well, guess what? I'm happy that you shared that information yes. with me. And I don't feel bad for being a little over the limit. I'm like, thank no, but, you but, but, for but not trying the, to stuff me on here and make your profit. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, so here, I, Here's my question, though. Yeah. You know, people, if you ask them, oh, why did you lose the weight? They'll always have a reason. Like, oh, I had to lose 25 pounds for a wedding. Yeah. I wanted to look good in the tuxedo. You know what? I was uh, I was getting a new job where I'd have to like work in the warehouse. I had to get in shape. I lost my I lost weight, right? My wife and I made a bet so you could lose more weight. I lost weight. My doctor told me I had high blood pressure or whatever. I lost weight, right? So it's causing effect. You imagine somebody tells you, hey, uh, you look good. Well, why'd you lose the weight? 
I wanted to ride a donkey. <laughs> Whatever I, works. I, I, I lost the weight to ride a donkey. Yeah. Well, listen, motivation <laughs> is motivation. Who cares? Right. right. Same, same result. Imagine you, know? you lose like 30 pounds between now and your vacation. And you get there and you're like, 251, you're out. You're out. You can't do it. You, you start taking your pants off. You didn't your belt. meet your goal. Wow. Yeah. I think that's cool. I, I, no. I, don't, I don't think it's cool that, that that's the case. I think it's unfortunate. But to be motivated by something, I mean, yeah. when I initially lost all my weight. Which time? The first time. The when, first time of well, your day. It was because I was. But get the jingle ready. Uh, no, I know it's ready. I'm you not, just played it. I'm not, I'm not getting, I'm not going to mention a client here. Can or, I throw for a second? Just for a second. Yeah. Uh, you, you watch Netflix, right? Right. You sometimes put on Netflix. Yes. And when you, when you turn it on, it goes, boom, makes that sound. Yes. And when you watch, let's say you watch Friends, the TV show Friends. When you turn it on, it goes, boom, now, 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 now. That's part of it. It's part of the show. Yes. Somebody DM me and said, enough with the hit the jingle thing already. Listen, you signed up for this podcast. That's what we do. You know what I mean? Right. Like, hey, Chandler, stop going. Could you be more interesting? That's what he does. That's how he talks. So somebody is upset that when I mention a gratuitous client. Yeah, through that I yell hit the there. jingle. Yeah, or that we hit the jingle or any of that whole thing. They're done with the hit the jingle thing. Really? Which we haven't done in a long time. Well, because I've been very good. I I don't want to hit the jingle just because I'm, you know, bringing up the past. Right. You know, I'm I'm, I'm trying to tell a story. And in context I know, but of you're, story, but you're, for, you're fourth quarter scary right now. Right, I'm fourth quarter scary. But I was about to mention mm -hmm. that when I initially <laughs> lost my weight on Dr. Fat Loss, I was... <laughs> I was <laughs> what? I hate the jingle. That was a scary, I, we talked about it. I warned you. So when I when I initially lost the weight, yeah, I was motivated first by the fact the first time I was motivated by the fact that I didn't recognize myself in a picture I took with Britney Spears. I was yeah. like, damn it! All my whole life, you know, I'm a big fan of Britney. No, really, yep. though, in real life, yeah, yeah and no, not because she's posting, you know, nude pics on and no, and, no, and videos this is, on Instagram. You go, you go back to the to the late nineties. Uh, I was a I was a fan of uh, the same way that we have Swifties. Hi, yep, you know that are you know, <laughs> I was I was growing up Britney. All I love Britney. I love Britney's music, and so I finally You're got to meet, I finally got to meet her when she was out in Vegas on her show when she was. You doing never her met her at the radio station. I, I found no, I finally got I did, but I I finally got a picture with her. Oh, okay. I got a bunch of pictures with Britney. Well with with tight. This picture here. So I, I took it and I'm like, oh my God, I don't even recognize myself. Yeah. I didn't recognize myself. I'm like, whoa, I need to do something. And that was my motivation. That was my tipping point. The fact that I was gonna post a picture on social media of me and Britney, and I was really embarrassed to post it. So that's what got me going. And so really the lesson here is whatever whatever motivates you. It could be the a weight limit on on riding a donkey. It could yeah. be a doctor telling you you have high cholesterol. It could be whatever in the weight loss world. But mm -hmm. it, you could apply this to anything. At least there was some catalyst. And for me it was why well, don't I have five chins? And that, that that doesn't look like me at all. That was me. And that's what yeah. I did. But but everyone needs a tipping point or something or some signal, right? So. Well, for me, it was uh, when I lost the weight a year ago, it was a picture I took at Carmine's, my favorite restaurant. You were there. Yep. With Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees. Oh, you didn't like I, your picture? I did not like my picture. Huh. 
so I, I lost uh, the weight I lost. And then the next picture I took was with... Um, was with fourth quarter scary and you looked like a stick. Yeah, that, by the <laughs> way, that's the best thing you can do. The best thing you can do is just take a picture next to fourth quarter scary. Yeah, it was last year yeah. at this time. No, I'll never forget this. We were... <laughs> Um, I was doing one of my appearances at Calandra's for the Jingle Ball tickets, mm-hmm. and the Calandra's is a bakery, by the way, uh, in in the in Jersey. And uh, I'm I was, not currently a sponsor. I was, I was fourth quarter scary, mm-hmm. and you were like, "Hey, come on, let's take a picture together." You were the one asking me to take a picture, and we That's get right. back in front of the step and repeat. That's right. And I'm like, since when does Brody want to take a picture? He fucking avoids the camera and avoids these things. Yeah, so we take a picture, and I'm like. I see this motherfucker. We look like the number 10. <laughs> <laughs> so I see what you did there. So yeah. yeah. So if you really want to look thin. Yes, I look I look good and you look like you'd kill a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. So uh, we have two, two things we've teased so far. Yeah. A scamboni and selling Halloween costumes. And those are the things that we really got to get to. Yeah. So uh, which one do you want to do first? Well, uh, okay. That, I, selling Halloween costumes. Selling the Halloween costumes. Yeah. Because you mentioned our costumes from earlier and uh, oh, go for it. Yeah. Well, I, I sell, I've got, a, I had about six Halloween costumes that I really never wore. They're, By the they're way, brand I, have, new. I have about 30, but go ahead. Yeah. We get them free every year. We take pictures in them and then I don't, I don't go to any parties or anything. I would wear them. So eventually, I, uh, you know, I, they're in the attic. So I, I put them up on eBay or, or, or Facebook or wherever. And I sell costumes, right? So you know, for not a lot of money. So uh, I sold, I, I seem to sell like one a year. Just randomly. Like they'll go, oh, I'll take that one. So this year, I don't know if you remember this. About four or five years ago, uh, I, I requested my, my uh, costume from uh, Spirit Halloween, great Halloween uh, company. And they were a client back then for me. And we all got, you know, our free costume to dress up for Spirit Halloween. And I picked uh, Kylo Ren, who's the bad guy in the uh, Star Wars sequels. Yeah. Well, when the costume showed up, it was a kid's large, not an adult large. (laughs) And so if you remember, I taped the costume to my shoulders. I remember that. Right, and I made a bit out of it. Yeah. Well, what am I going to do with that costume? So I, you never like even, years. you never even wore it. Technically, no. no. So you five years later, the, open the package. Right. Right. So I put it up for sale every year, and it hasn't sold. This year, somebody said, you know, they did the old. It's it's listed as it's available, and there, of course, there is it available. So I sold that. I think I got fifteen bucks for it. Great. Enjoy yourself. Nice. And I had I had last year's Mandalorian costume. Okay. That's the one I told you last week. People wanted me to drive to Staten Island. Yes. So I got another one since last week's podcast. And they said, oh, can you drive? Uh, are, are you going to be in uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey? Anytime the next couple of days. Can you swing by? Swing by, Scary. And drop off the costume. Swing by. Just because it's, it's that easy. It's, it's, it's probably 5 $6 in tolls. An hour and a half round trip. Never mind the gas. To drop off. If I swing by New Brunswick, you want the damn costume two days before Halloween, you come and get it, right? So I say no to them. And a nice woman DMs me uh, Sunday. Sunday? Halloween was Monday, right? Yeah. DMs me Sunday. Yep. DMs me Sunday and says, hey, can my husband come and pick up the costume tomorrow? I said, well, I'm only available 11 to 2. Because I have, I have things to do. She says, oh, he'll be there. I'll have him DM you tonight or early tomorrow morning with what time is good for him. But we definitely want it. How do you want to get paid? I tell him Venmo. I tell him my Venmo. And they go, oh, great. Well, Venmo, you're not a problem. So what do I do, Scary? I take it down from being posted. Yes. I mark it as sold. Yes. On the Sunday before Halloween. Yep. Next day, I DM her on 11. And I said, hey, uh, just waiting here back. What time is your husband coming between 11 and 2? So she writes back about a half hour later. <laughs> oh, uh, we decided not to get the costume this year. Wow. Now <laughs> it's like around noon, close to noon, whatever. On Halloween. On Halloween. And I have to now relist the item that you told me you were 100% buying. I should have had them pay me the night before, but whatever. So uh, next year, I will be selling my Mandalorian costume 
because it didn't sell this year. So <laughs> F me. F me and F her. Nice but woman. There's a premium if you want to buy David Brody worn, well, almost worn or touched yeah. Mandalorian costume. That's right. Now, now Skier and I did take pictures. Uh, in my, I was in my Mandalorian costume last year, and you were in your Rick and Morty mad scientist costume, I think. Yeah. So I did put it on, but if I take it off right away and put it back in the bag neatly, I consider that new. Right. Technically, eh, but it's new enough. But there's no new enough option on eBay or on Facebook. Condition, eh, new enough. <laughs> so what are you going to do with yours? Because uh, first of all, where do you and, and, and your girlfriend get costumes? Because every year, every time your rich oh. friends have a party, you have really nice costumes. Not the kind with the rubber band masks. So what are you doing? Where are you getting your costumes from? Well, What's the deal? Okay. Um, Spirit Halloween, for one. Uh, I'll tell you where we don't get them from anymore is sexylingerie.com because they fucked me. Uh, I told you about this. <laughs> They're supposed to. <laughs> I told you. It gives new meaning to the word fuck. You know, I told you my Mad Hatter costume and how it made me mad. They didn't deliver on time. That's they, right. Yeah. They said that it was going to be rush delivery. I paid yeah, for the two, extra it was rush two delivery. day delivery, but they didn't tell you from whenever they put it in the box. Yeah. It's two days delivery from shipping date, which didn't help me at all. And yeah. so we were going to go as a couple's costume. My girlfriend was going to be the Cheshire Cat. I was going to be Mad Hatter, obviously from Alice, Alice in Wonderland. And it never came to fruition. So fuck those people over at Sexy Lingerie. Fourth quarter scary. Would probably me. be mad fatter, but all right, go on. Yeah, okay. All right. You want to do those jokes? Sorry. All right, great. No, Perfect. I don't. I, I shouldn't have done that. I apologize. I'm you sorry. Don't, don't apologize. It's the Brooklyn no. Boys podcast. Yes. So, We're going scary. Uh, hey, don't get offended next time I go in deep, okay? No, that's why I say, ooh, oh, no, don't even talk like that. So We're not going deep on anything. <laughs> so I decided to go to Instacart. Spirit Halloween mm -hmm. has is listed on Instacart. As okay. An Instacart, if you don't know, is a basically a grocery delivery service. It basically delivers. They, they, you have a personal shopper that goes to a lot of stores that normally wouldn't have be listed on Uber Eats or these uh, seamlesses, like 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 a grocery store, for instance, mm -hmm. uh, places like our supermarkets, places like that. So Spirit Halloween is listed on Instacart. I'm like, oh my god, I can absolutely be just a lazy motherfucker right now. Press a couple of buttons on my phone and pick a costume out from Spirit Halloween. And have it delivered to me by an Instacart shopper. Because they go into Spirit and they take it off the shelf or it's being held nice. for me. Well, that was my savior. So I personally owe Spirit Halloween a fucking big thank you because they they stepped up their game this year. They're they're associated with Instacart. There's a, they're in more locations than ever, and they have a bigger selection than ever. And you know, shout out to them. Not a sponsor, not gonna hit the jingle. Um, they didn't spend a penny with us, which they should have, by the way, because I yeah, heard they should. I heard they were doing podcast buying this year. Mm, interesting. None, none of that fell our way, um, and so they pretty much uh, saved my ass uh, with literally forty eight hours to spare. I ordered it. It showed up the next morning, overnight. The, the Instacart shopper, I gave him a nice tip because they went in to go pick it up. I went to my party on Saturday night. And I was the cowardly lion. So my girlfriend and I ended up being both felines. Yeah. <laughs> she was a she was a Cheshire cat. I was the cowardly lion. And I've never gotten such a response. From a Can costume. you do the voice? Did you do the voice? Oh, the naive. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I've got no courage. I'm scared. <laughs> or put him up. Put him up. I'll fight you with one paw behind my back. You know, yeah, very that, good. Not bad. Like, not bad. You had a, a Br- Brooklyn accent. <laughs> yeah. For a lion. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Brody, I- I'm going to say this right here. On the- I didn't say this to anyone. Uh, everybody, you, you- everybody loved my fucking costume. No, they were like, like people were hitting me up. You, oh my God, Scary, you look so cute and cuddly. Oh my God, I want to hug you. It was a good costume. It was, I'm, it was. How much you pay for it? It was, it, let's put it this way. Um, it was the, it was the most, it's one of the most expensive costumes. Oh, that yeah, the, the deluxe, had. deluxe, yeah. It was an 80, it was $89. Oh. But oh. it was a real, it was an authentic. It looked good. It was a wizard, it, it, the brand is Wizard of Oz. So it's Wizard oh, of Oz sanctioned. Okay. So um, you could probably, you could probably get like 65 to $70 next year when people get desperate for costumes. I could, but here's the thing. Like, the wig is out of its little wig hairnet. The, you know, it's unfolded. It's not, it's crumbled. It's not, it it doesn't look like it did. Okay, when someone doesn't have a costume on the 28th, 29th, and they're getting, their hands are sweating, right? Uh, You could get whatever you want for the costume. Well, this one, and also has a badge of courage, like an actual courage badge. Wow! It was, and and the um, the beard and the uh, the wig were were two piece. It was like a jerry curled wig with like, <laughs> it was actually looked like a payas. It looked like payas. Nice. <laughs> if you know what that, that's what the yes, that's what, I know what payas right, is. but that's what. That's what it looked. It looked just like it was from the film. And uh, all I did was put a few uh, whiskers on me with uh, some marker and mm-hmm. I was off to the races and I used it for the morning show on Monday for Halloween. I used it Saturday night and the pictures I took, everybody wanted to bang me. I don't know what it was. Well, you couldn't have because you, you, there was no fly, right? There was no, <laughs> I, I heard you had a little problem going to the bathroom. Like seriously, they, like uh, no one's called me sexy in years and I put on the lion costume and it triggers something for people. I don't know. You know, people are saying I should have went to a furry convention. And maybe you uh, should go blonde. Well, let's get, have you thought about that? Going blonde? <laughs> oh my god! You, you know what? I I was shocked. I here I was in a last minute pinch to do something, and I'm like, I have to put on a fucking onesie. Did any of the women at the uh, party give you a last minute pinch? Like my girlfriend? <laughs> no, you said they were all. Everyone thought you looked sexy. Yeah, no, they were pinching my cheeks. They were like, no, but people were, you know. Everybody. Okay, tell me. All right. Uh, but no, but I'll say many, that. Yeah. Yeah. How many Jeffrey Dahmer's were at the party? Zero. Really? Yeah. You know, we talked about this. Was it us or was it the big show? Elvis? I don't know. I think we talked about it on the air. I think that the, the whole. Oh, I was talking about it with Danielle Monero on my other the, podcast. The Queen of Halloween. The Queen of Halloween. Yes, uh, with uh, the Speaking Volumes podcast with Sharon Skiri. Uh mm-hmm. We had Danielle as a special guest, and we were all dressed up for Halloween. Well, I'll say this. Uh, Danielle and I both agree that when you do costumes based on real-life serial killers where real families have grieved, it's probably in bad taste, and it's probably a poor costume. Like, it's one thing to be the most grotesque, disgusting, evil... Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy, yeah, Jason or Freddy Krueger or, right. or a blood dripping from because it's not based in reality, right? But if you go dressed as Charles Manson, maybe not as cool or Hitler. Who, but you know what? Do that I, story about Hitler, 
Hitler I, walked. I in, know who uh, he was. Yes, a guy. Dre- no, a guy dressed as Hitler in New York bar. In, yeah. in the New walked into a New York City bar. Yeah, and they, they a couple of people were spotted. Screamed and they got him the fuck out of there. And you know what? I stand up and I applaud for that because I think that's in poor taste. I think it's in poor taste. And I, and the fact that he, he he didn't care, like he was like laughing about it, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Some yeah. people they they just didn't understand the assignment. Uh, but here, okay, but well, let me ask you a question: Can you dress up like um, Attila the Hun? See, I don't know who that. I know the name, but I don't He's know a what warlord. They did. The warlord. Can you can you dress up like uh, like Jack the Ripper? Yes. Probably not. Well, well, this is no. Well, see, that's the thing. It depends on how does it affect society. Are people feeling some sort of way because of it, or or does it? Oh, it was two hundred years ago. Who gives a fuck? Well, the thing about Jeffrey Dahmer, I I don't look. I don't. I'm not going to dress up like Jeffrey. Dahmer. I saw some Jeffrey Dahmer costumes. But out here's there. the thing: Are you dressing up to be the actual Jeffrey Dahmer? Or are you dressing up to be the guy on the TV show? You know what I mean? Like you're being TV Dahmer. Oh, so now you're well. Now you're trying to separate church and state I'm, with that. Well, that's it, what I'm just, saying because the costumes are designed to look like the TV show. Right, but you mentioned you also. Well, that's also a recent thing that that people have. You know, it strikes a chord with people, right? Because it's Jeffrey Dahmer. It's in the news. You know. Even even Hitler, you could arguably say, uh, is probably well, is definitely in poor taste, and it, it is people feel you you see that and you start feeling away. Whereas a, a Jack the Ripper costume, even though he murdered people, and you, you know it it doesn't it doesn't land it doesn't because it was hundreds hundred years ago in England. Yes, isn't that weird though? It's the same well, thing about you know. You know, people not wanting to discontinue Michael Jackson's music. But yet, we're canceling R. Kelly. Uh, Same effect. But but you have a love. See, that's the thing. You have a passion. R. Kelly went to jail. I don't want to get into the minutia of the two. And and whether you should play Kanye music or whatever. People are canceling Kanye. They don't want Kanye. Sketchers canceled him and he wasn't even with them. How about that? Well, 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 we took, you know, we stopped playing Kanye. On, on, on the radio. We stopped playing it. and On the morning show or the, the radio station? No, no, the radio station. And we, we, we just took Kanye off because oh. people feel... But well, yet, Chris Brown got taken off and then eventually got put no, back. No, but Chris Brown's still on. Uh, he was taken off for a little while. That's what I'm saying. It's all about how people are feeling in the moment. Right? So, yeah. So it's a weird conversation to have, I suppose, but it's interesting. It's something that should make everybody think, right? So, yeah, so... So Hitler and Dahmer, no, bad, awful. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jack Charles, the Ripper, Charles Manson, okay. Or name anyone else from the 1600s that is probably a poor person to dress up as, but people get away with it anyway. Well, again, it depends on who you are because you might be offended if you know that like Henry VIII uh, murdered his wives and you know uh, oppressed people. Uh, I dressed up it, as the Pope one year. The Pope. Who's a good figure? The person who does arguably does great around the world. Yeah. He blesses people. Yeah. He's a he's a holy a holy man. I just well, was the Pope and walked around the village. Yeah. I got so many you're disgusting. Oh my god. Oh, take that off. That's well, important. people That's important. Were they people taste. who were very much in favor of the Pope? Or are they people who were not in favor of the Pope? 
In other I words, th- did they not want you to dress up because it was sacrilegious to Christianity? Or, or, that, or did they not that, want you to dress that. up because they don't they don't like the Pope? Some people don't like Popes. And by the way, the Pope is hard to say because there's always the new Pope. Like, which Pope were you dressing up as? The last one? I don't know. A Pope. I don't know. A Pope. A Pope. A, a potpourri of Popes could be I uh, been dressed pope- up as. Yeah. Well, whatever. Point is, they, people, didn't, I'm like, wow, I can't believe this is garnering this reaction right now. What What do I owe this dishonor? Uh, and truth be told, they, uh, you know, most of these people thought that I was mocking the Pope, but I wasn't. I was embracing it. Here's a costume that does good. Next to this uh, Jeffrey Dahmer over here, I and you're yelling yeah. at me. You're yelling at uh, me. Right. I don't know if dressing this up like how, the Pope is, is the soci- best this way. Is why society's so, fucked up. It is, but I don't think dressing up like the Pope is the best way to honor the Pope. I don't think but you true. show your your respect for the Pope yeah, by a, dressing up rec- like him. But it's a recognition. And then getting drunk. But it's a recognition. Okay, but yeah, but a getting shit faced. The Pope. Yeah, but then getting shit faced, drunk, and using profanity, dressed like the Pope. Uh, you know, I didn't say I did that. But we know you did. Hey, uh, before we get off Halloween costumes, because you're going to hit the jingle any second. You know did it. You, did you partake in the Spirit Halloween meme? The no, costume meme? No, I did not. I did not. Did you? Yeah, so I got into it late. I think I got into it like Sunday night, maybe. And so at the last minute, I'm like, ah, you know what? I'll do one. I'll try to make it funny. And I, I so I Googled, how do you do it? So the one woman was like, you got to download this software and use like, it's like, it's called something. It's like Photoshop and you have to, a lot of work. So I'm like, there's got to be an app or a website. So I found one website that was awful, awful. And every time you put the cursor down, it moved, right? So it, it sectioned <laughs> off where you were. So I would like try to delete a letter, but I would delete a letter from another line. I didn't realize it. And I didn't know. So like, it was just a mess and it kept like crashing. So it took me like an hour to finally get one up. And after it was done, uh, a couple of people noticed that I had written cargo sorts <laughs> because I had accidentally deleted the H when I was trying to delete something else. So I had to go and redo it. I'm like, I'm not going back to that awful website. So I found a, another website that was specifically like a form. So like you put in the first line of dialogue, the second and the third, and it automatically placed them in the right spot. So that was better. So uh, I, you know, like you can get a jester costume. Well, currently I'm, I'm not uh, being paid to be a jester. So uh, I wrote former jester costume and I put, uh, now you can, now you can look like you get paid to make people laugh. Uh, includes a pen and scrap paper, headphones, cargo shorts, not included snark, sarcasm, and wit. And I put my picture on it and it looks like, uh, you know, as best I could do. Yeah. Uh, on if you're unfamiliar, it, it, this is specifically, we're talking about those spirit Halloween memes. They're fake costumes where you Right, because some people didn't see them, but most right. People, so right, most it's people like, did. so so it's like you at least it, it looks saw like, it if you didn't make your own. You, yeah, it makes you look like you're in a you're a costume. So it's like a bag, a costume bag. It's a costume with bag. like a with would, a clear window on the right side. Which you can insert you, anything here, and so you put yourself yeah. with no background in it, and it makes it look like it's a costume of you, or a costume of like people will make like, make it fun of their own jobs. Like uh, an accountant comes with a pen and a calculator and very and little personality. Yeah. You know, so it was a way to or, make or fun of o- overnight DJ, overnight oh, yeah. DJ, and it's basically blank because well, there's, nobody, there's nobody in the studio. It runs by itself, right? <laughs> in in most in, in many cities, most cities, not no, not not in New York. We have live we have live overnights in New York. Our friend yes. Garrett, he did overnights last night. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know how he does. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, how he, I just, right, I'll take a break right now. Yeah. Goodbye. The Beck and Boys Podcast with Bodie and Scary. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It sounded really weird. You hear that sound like it's muffled. Maybe it's your new uh, $1.9 million system. <laughs> You're a funny I mean, man. You're a funny man. I am a funny man. At least By I the tried way, uh, With the Scary Jones Roadcaster Pro, uh, I know people are already asking for it. Um, sound effects, stagers, beds, not included. Oh, you're not yeah, you're not be, getting our audio. not going to get the sound. Sorry. Because somebody Scary. may be like, it's worth, it, it's worth it just for that. You're right. That'd be extra bonuses. Scary. If you're driving down the highway, I was in Pennsylvania this past weekend uh-huh. and there was a, a town. I'm going to tell you the name of the town, but as soon as you hear it, I want to know what your instant reaction would be if you were driving in the car and saw a sign for this town. Yep. Okay. T-H-R-O-O-P. Throop. Throop. So you see the sign says Throop. What do you say? You're in a car with somebody. What do you say? 
That's a grammatical error. No. So I, I was going to call it my wife. Yeah. Through. I said, yeah, through. I, I would, first of all, I would think it would, it would be some backwards, no name, backwoods town. No. I don't know. I, I wouldn't think of it as a major metropolis. That's for sure. No, I didn't either. But so I see that we're coming up. My wife's driving and I see it says Throop. So I go, look, Throop. There it is. Throop. There it is. <laughs> that's funny. She didn't think so. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> she didn't laugh. Yeah, she gave me the look. She gave me the wife look. Where did her sense of humor go? No, my wife's very funny, but she gave me the look because we were already driving a couple hours. And she's like, hey. you know. Um, okay. so we have a couple of things to cover before we get out of here, including this Scamboni that Brody yes, and I and, both... and, a, and, I have a, and a problem with the National Anthem. So okay. let's do the Scamboni. If you want, or you want to do the National Anthem. Too oh, late. Scamboni, yeah. Scamboni. Yeah, yeah, we know. We, know. we found Scambonis. <laughs> and it's crazy because we usually don't compare notes until right before we start the podcast. Right. And Brody and I usually are on two different pages with what we want to talk about. Completely. Right, but while Scary was trying to figure out his new Roadcaster Pro 2, we were talking. Yeah. And I said, so, uh, you know, anything special you want to talk about? He goes, I got a Scamboni. I go, I got a Scamboni. Yeah. So he told me the Scamboni. It was my Scamboni. It was the same thing. And this Same is, Scamboni. We know, I, we, we mentioned, I mentioned That this. makes us Scambronis. Scam, well, we are Scambronis. That's right. This this made the uh, Elvis Duran big show. We talked about this uh, there for a little bit, and I was not there, so let's do it here for the first time. For yes, me. so it basically is a real thing going on, and you can Google it. Google shrinkflation. Some of oh, our, that sounds like a cold ocean. Yeah, that, well, our, <laughs> some of the some of the products that we know and love are being manipulated now because of inflation. Prices usually go up, but with shrinkflation. A company doesn't want to scare you, so they keep the prices the same, okay? Mm-hmm. But they find clever ways to sh- to actually give you less, so you're basically paying more. We've ta- covered this concept on this podcast yeah. ad nauseum. Yeah. They used to give you eight, and right. now you get six. So, for instance, you know, I'm going to say Fritos or Doritos. I think it was Doritos or Fritos, one of them. They put five less chips or five less pieces in the bag. And people are noticing it. There's literally five less. And it saves them millions of dollars because it's per bag. You're getting five less per bag. So, but to the unsuspicious person, to the unsuspecting individual, everything's fine. Prices are the same. Still getting my Doritos. But that's just it. The prices aren't the same. It used to be two for six. Now it's two for seven. Some places two for eight. But within the context of a bag, if I know that I'm paying three dollars for this bag of Doritos, four dollars, whatever it is, I don't even know how much Doritos are. Then I I just know that up oh, the prices of look at this inflation all around me. But prices of Doritos have stayed the same. Yeah. So the Meanwhile, bags have gone from nine point seven five ounces. You don't see, but to nine point two five ounces. So you don't, which means five less chips. But you don't. You don't see it in the bag. You don't feel it. You understand? You don't look, and you're certainly not looking at the bottom right hand of a uh, piece of the label that sh- says that information. No, but just remember, if, if your bag was empty while you were snacking, you're yeah. like, ah, you could have five more yeah. chips. And they, they keep the bags the same size too. Uh, they they just, you know, it's it's the actual contents of the bag. So uh, no, I don't know if the bags are the same size. Oh, you I got to be honest with you. A lot those? of them look, a lot of them look a little thinner. They're not as wide as they used to be. Okay. To All me, right. I, that's how I noticed it. 
Like, oh. and it's not the regular Doritos. It's the flavors. It's like the red pepper, the black bean. What they did was, which I feel like they did. Uh, maybe it's uh, my uh, own imagination. Some of the products, the non-main products, they disappeared from the shelves for a couple of a weeks. Oh. They ran out of them, right? Yeah. So they could clear the inventory, get all the 975 bags out. Because you what you wouldn't want is a 975 bag next to a 925 bag. And then you have that eye that actually says, ooh, I can, I got it. I see it. I see I see. There's a difference between right. these two bags. Then you call Plus them out, the, on, their, call them out pl- on their bullshit. Right. Plus the price, the price is going to be the same, right? The price on the on the sign when they scan a bag is going to say like 375, 479, whatever it's going to be. They don't want to sell the bigger bags for 479. So they gotta they gotta get all those out. So they all disappeared. Oh, where are my baked scoops? They disappeared, right? Where are my black bean Doritos? They they're gone. What what pandemic? Nope. They bring that shit back smaller, same price, or they fuck you both ways. They raise the price anyway, which is what they, which is what they've done. Yeah, it's it's but, like the, but it's like by the, having, the gas companies did yeah. that. The gas companies screamed bloody murder that that uh, the Middle East raised the prices, but then they doubled their the doubled their. In other words, the Middle East raised the gas prices. Let's say fifty cents. Gas station raised them a dollar. Yeah, the gas companies. They just so use it, wasn't it as like, an excuse. Yeah, like oh yeah, because Americans aren't going like I wonder what a gallon of gas should really cost. They're like oh it's going up. Fuck these people, but the gas companies are fucking you. Because they're using that to like price gouge. Yeah. They're price gouging. Gouging awful, at the gas pumps. Awful, pumps. awful, awful. And now they're gouging me on my chips. Yeah. And yeah. So if you see a product go away for a while, they're trying to clear your memory and start anew without you However, knowing. You will lose five chips of weight. Yes. That'll get me a head start this year. If you if you were going to eat a whole bag or even half a bag, I eat now, half a bag. I've now eaten three quarters. Uh, a fourth of the bag. Well, you eat a whole bag. Yeah. I'm now eating three quarters of a bag because it's, no, you eat a whole bag. You're eating five less chips. Yeah, five less. All right, bastards. What are you talking about? The national anthem now? Okay, look, I, I will admit to you that the national anthem, which first of all doesn't really talk a lot about America, it's not really the the best anthem in terms of like talking about our country. There's a couple of good lines in there. Hey, hey don't home dis- of the brave. Don't dis- free on- Scott Key. Listen, it wasn't even supposed to be an anthem. You look up the history of that song. It's okay. It's great when I hear it. I cover my heart. I stand up. I love it. Love America. No problem. I'm so, But it's a very difficult song to sing. A lot of key changes, right? But you should know the words. You should know how words are pronounced. Would you admit that? Yes. Uh, you should. Okay. So. I mean, you, if you, you know, I mean, yeah. Depends on who you talk you know, to. You know the lyrics. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we stand at the twilight's last gleaming? Mm -hmm. By the way, I'm doing this from memory. That's the way you should. Who's brought stripes and bright stars? Who, 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 what? What was that? Uh, What's the word after whose? Who? Before before stripes. who's, Who's brought? Brought? Who's brought stripes? And you, you, so you, you think it's brought? It's not because I'll tell you why it's not brought. Because it doesn't make sense in a sense. Yeah, who's who's brought stripes? It's broad. Broad. Oh, broad. Broad. broad the stripes. flag. All right. The has, flag. Right. Who's, who's broad, broad stripes? Who's broad and bright stars? Who's broad stripes and broad stripes and bright star? B R O A D stripes and bright stars through the perilous, through the perilous fight. flight. Flight. Give me the, fight. 
Fight. Fight. Perilous fight. fight. They weren't flying back then. They didn't have planes. What's the next line? Or O E R the ramparts we watched. What's that first word? What's that first word? Or the ramp. No apostrophe E R. Right. And how do you pronounce that? Or the ramparts we watched. There you go. That's the problem. That's the problem. What? Saw the national anthem this weekend for a football game, and the woman who sang the song said, "Or the ramparts we watched." It. It's not or. It's not or. It's O apostrophe. It would be O R. Oh. It's or like over. Or the right, or the red parts. We no, or, 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 or. The- so the, the, it's twice in the song. The second time it says, "Oh, say yeah. does that that star spangled banner yet wave?" The banner's waving. Where's it waving? Scary. Over, over the land or, of the free. Or o, 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 or er. It's it's right. It's like or the. It's over. Yeah. Talk it's, about it's contractions an that didn't stand the test of time. Right. It's or the right. <laughs> what the fuck? It, we don't use that in. In current day speech. Why, why couldn't he just say, over the land? He, no, he said, or. Or. or but it's or. not or. It's not or the land of the free. Yeah, but people do what I just said earlier as well. They yeah, say broad stripes. Brought stripes. Brought stripes. What does that mean? Who's, and it's not who apostrophe S, like who, who brought the stripes. It's whose. W-H-O-S-E. Right. Whose. Possession. Who's, that I knew. Who's the flag? Whose broad who, stripes. Whose who's broad stripes. Yeah, and bright, and bright stars. stars. Those are adjectives before the words. Who's? W-H-O-S-E. Right. Who's? Yeah. The flag, which, or you could say because, uh, the well, flag that has broad stripes and yeah. bright stars. That's But he said, who's broad stripes and bright stars? She kept saying, or the rampart, or the ramparts. What's my other option? And what's a rampart anyway? Have you not Googled rampart? No. Do you know what a rampart is without Googling it? Of course I know what a rampart is without Googling it. What is it? It's a, a a wall. It's a hill. Is it? Yeah. Rampart. I don't know what it is. I thought it was like a firework. <laughs> yeah, defense wall. Yeah, see? So I know stuff. All rampart. All the ramparts we watched. A defensive wall of a castle or walled city having a mm-hmm. broad top of the oh, walkway. Oh, you Googled it? And typically a, like stone, it. a stone parapet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I... Guarantee you, you quiz America. They oh, know they, no they, doubt. Nobody, nobody will. Very few people will know what a rampart is without Listen, Googling it. I, I am not asking anyone to know there what a rampart is. There are people listening to this podcast right now that have had this oh, oh wow moment with us. Mind blown. I was today years old when I learned what a rampart was. And how are ramparts gallantly streaming? Explain that one to me. Well, that's why I thought it was a, a firework because... The, because to me, fireworks gallantly stream. What is gallant? Right. Gallant like proudly. So that's personification of the rampart. Because if you think about it, yeah. that's giving life to the wall. It's, that, that's making it sound like a person. Because it's gallantly streaming. It's an inanimate object. It's, it's, a, it's a rampart. It's a wall. So now this makes no fucking sense. Well, let's see if I... Uh, let's Google what that means. The embankments were part of the defense in a heroic manner. Uh, this describes the flag waving in the wind. That's what it says. What does no, Rampart's so gallant streaming So wait, mean? so... No, wait. We're so... What was... So the flag was gallantly streaming or the ramparts? But it a says rampart it's a metaf- Maybe it's a metaphor. It says maybe it's a metaphor. 
flag strewn bravely. Well, people don't know what a rampart is. That's for sure. So then one person says there were flags along the wall and the flags were waving in the wind. And it, he was saying that the ramparts were streaming, but the, the flags were on the ramparts were streaming. And what does what the twilight's last gleaming mean? Uh, n- nighttime? I guess. Or, or the rocket or the explosions in the air? The bombs bursting in air? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the rockets, right? Glad a bomb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My head hurts. It, again, it's not the greatest, it's not the greatest <laughs> collection of words ever assembled. America the Beautiful, that, that, people, a lot of people think that should be the anthem. I know. There's been debate over it the years. It talks about America. There's been de- America. There's America. been debate over the years about it. But land right. of the free, home of the brave is a great last line, so you can't you can't take that. Well, that's it has to end well. See, all, all you need is a is a, is a happy ending. You need, yeah, it's you, like yada, you, yada 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 and, yada yada and, and, and strong. Unlike this, but don't pod, forget, unlike the, this podcast. By the way, we're ending well, week. Listen, <laughs> the podcast is not as long as the actual national anthem, which is like ten more verses. We stop there, thankfully, but it's it goes on and on and on and on. On and on and on, like we do. We're about right, to stop, want, though. Hard stop. No, no, I got more stuff. We do. You don't want to end on that. Got to go. You don't want to end well, on that. We, should I, I, should I end it on Throop? Should I end it on Throop? We should have probably switched it and ended it on Throop. I'm going to Miami this weekend. I got to go pack. I'm not going to be here. Uh, so if you're in Miami, I'll see you there. Or maybe I won't. Um, and next week, I'm going to Nashville. God, I got a lot of, lot of plans. Big plans. What Ooh. are you going to be... What are you doing this week, Brody? What are you doing? Well, I have to pack on Sunday because on Monday I'm going to be home. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I have to get everything ready for Sunday because I'm going to be home. And then on Wednesday, yeah, not like normal on Wednesday, on Wednesday I'm going to go to the store and then come home. So I got that covered. <laughs> After that, it's, I don't know what, I don't know. I don't are even you, know if you, I need suntan lotion. Are you getting out of town I have to check all? the weather. No, I went out of town last weekend. What are you doing? What are you working on in the background there in the laboratory? Oh, let's see. Uh, I know you're working on something. Well, nothing. nothing, So I've sort of, um, I've poked a few bears. Okay. I've sort of, uh, I've sort of started, initiated some, some emails to some people. Yeah. uh, Some phone calls. I reached out to some people. Yeah. So. I, let me tell you, I'll tell you a funny story. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but uh, you know the person. Okay. Reached out to a, a friend of mine who I, I wouldn't say he's my buddy buddy, but I'm friendly with him for, I don't know, 15 years. Yep. And they are, they are doing very well in the field of television. Okay. Very well in the field of television. Yes. And I reached out to, uh, to him and I said, hey, hey man, how's it going? Hope all's good. Haven't spoken to you in, a, in a, about a month and a half. I said, just want to let you know. I am uh, no longer with the morning show, and I'm uh, I'm looking to uh, stay funny, you know, get uh, keep my comedy juices flowing. So if you if you need anything, you know, uh, keep me in mind. Yep. What I got back was uh, a very polite, "Hey man, thanks for uh, updating me. Hope all is well." Wow, <laughs> I didn't address it at all. No, it's uh, you got the yeah, heave- like, hey, thanks. You got the thanks heave-ho. for updating me. You got the heave yeah. ho. Got, Thank well, you. I got, I got it the. Like, uh, it was like the end of yeah. the year Christmas card where you update everybody on life, and right. I, and I read your card and I throw it away. <laughs> yeah, and I I've, I'm very fond of this person, and this is a person who's reached out to me and you asked for favors a bunch of times. Okay, and uh, I didn't expect that person to go, "Hey, got a job for you tomorrow," but it was just it was very like, "Oh, appreciate you letting me know. Peace out." <laughs> 
<laughs> like I picture them throwing the phone against the couch, like the back wall of the couch, and then it resting on the couch, like like it's on fire. Like if the, if all of a sudden it was like two hundred degrees in your hand, yeah. and the phone was burning, you're like, oh, bro, he's going, ah, ah, I got nothing ah. for you. <laughs> I got nothing, I got for, nothing you. for you. I gotta go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so that's what I'm working on. Plenty more of that. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm going to go pack. Is it okay? Can I go yeah. pack? <laughs> to, uh, I'll give you a hundred dollars for the roadcaster. Fuck off. It's worth a lot more than that. I'll show up to your house and offer you 90. Dude, I'm going to sell it off You're the giving me for 50. Back of a truck in Brooklyn. Brooklyn the boys from Brooklyn. Brooklyn the boys from Brooklyn. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 